Hey everybody, this is Ash from the Rated NA Podcast, and I am back from Seattle with some very special content we recorded live at PAX West 2017. Before we get started, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, and that's at NerdAppropriate, Facebook slash NerdAppropriate, or email us directly, Matt, Scott, or Ash at NerdAppropriate.com. We reply to everything, so if you want to say hey, there's no reason that you can't say hey. Big thanks to everyone we said hi to in Seattle, and a huge thanks to all the developers that made this show possible. It was so much fun, and we genuinely love seeing so many familiar faces when we go to these shows. So thank you for saying hi. It means a whole heck of a lot to us. Enjoy the show. Friday morning, we're already out of notepads. Sorry, guys. Okay. So just some... Sorry for you guys who were early, but we will stop being a broken record in a second. Make sure you put your name on your name tag. We'll get you the piece of paper in a minute. Well, in a little bit. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to get started. Thank you so much for coming. Um, welcome to PAX, and uh, welcome to the PAX Orientation Panel. Um, so I'm Mylan, Mylan Fitzwater Barrows. Um, I'm a writer and producer, and um, this is a panel we've done a few times now because I found that it was a little bit hard sometimes to make friends at PAX. You know, there's not a lot of opportunities to just go and, and, and meet people. So. We're going to have a little mixer at the second half of the panel. The first half, though, we're going to give you some advice about PAX and tell you about our experiences. Who's here for at PAX for the first time? Yeah. <gasps> okay. All right. Hold it. Keep your hands awesome. up. Awesome. You're I here. Take a picture of this. Hands up. Hold Thank them up. you. Keep them up. Thank you guys so much for coming because this is what, what we wanted. We just really wanted to give you guys... Um, a little bit of a boost right at the beginning of the con because, you know, PAX is not for the weak. But if you know some stuff, you can do some stuff. I'm a writer. Okay. So I'm going to uh, let our panel introduce themselves. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Hi, my name is Ash Sevilla. Uh, I produce podcasts called Rated NA Podcast. been doing that for about eight years. I'm also a community manager for Hire, uh, currently working on Titanfall Assault for Nexon and for Particle City. Um, this is probably, uh, I don't know, many axes. Honestly, I, I don't remember, um, but I love it. I think it's a great convention to meet uh, lifelong friends and uh, industry contacts and uh it's, it's a wonderful time to just experience everything that you love about humanity and video games all in one place. And I'm really happy you guys came because we're going to have a lot of fun. Hi. <laughs> My name is Glenn White. Um, I work at EA. I'm a director of marketing technology and infrastructure, and I'll explain what that means if you want to come up and talk to me about it afterwards. Um, but I've been coming to PAX a really long time. I've been a gamer a lot longer than I worked in the industry. I've been playing video games and games for over 40 years. And the best part of all of that is meeting folks like you, right? We all love the same things. And the thing that I love about PAX more than anything in the entire world is everybody around you has the same amount of passion, more or less, as you do about more or less the same things. 
for all the times that you like hung out with people and they didn't fully understand what you did and they don't understand why you spend all that time in front of your keyboard and they don't understand why you own 97 sets of dice, like people here understand that. I understand that. My wife doesn't understand, but I understand that, right? And so the best part about this is that you're now surrounded by people who are really very much like you have a lot in common with those folks. And so that's sort of the foundation for making lifelong friends, like Ash said. I'm Amanda Erickson. I work at Hi-Res Studios um, as a community manager for Smite, uh, kind of moving more into marketing right now, actually. But um, I've been to about nine PAXs, and uh, my first PAX ever, I was 18 years old, and after attending that convention, I decided I want to work in games. And like every other PAX besides that was trying to get a job, and now that I'm working in games, it's so rewarding to get to be here and hang out and meet people, and PAX is just the best. Uh. Hi, um, my name is Kate Dollarhide. I'm a narrative designer at Obsidian, working on Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire with the pirates. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sitting in for Hillary. She couldn't make it, but I'm happy to be here and meet all of you. This is my fourth PAX. Yay. Cool. So, um, yeah, I know they're saying how many PAXs they've been to. I think I've been coming since about 2010, and I've done PAX East and PAX West, and we do panels and... Um, I, I know every person on this panel because of PAX, and they're all friends, dear friends, and um, it's, 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 uh, this is so cheesy, I'm sorry you guys, we're going to get a little cheesy here for a second, but it literally changed my life. Like, I started working in games, I actually started working in games just before I came to PAX, um, and I came to see a friend who was in town from Australia, and I got here, and I was like, oh, where has this been all my life? This is amazing, and just kind of stuck in it. So, you guys are going to have fun. Um, so, I think the first thing that I want to do is just give you guys a little bit of advice um, on how to stay sane and, and not get sick. Okay, there's this thing called the nerd flu, okay? Um, and you have to be really careful. I cannot tell me tell you how many weeks I've missed. Like, I get home from PAX and I'm like, all right, I gotta clear my schedule for a week because I have the flu. Um, and actually, I am starting to become convinced it's the airplane bathrooms, which I've been reading about. Try not to touch anything in the airplane bathrooms. But also, just hand sanitize over and over again, and don't touch your face. It's, re it's real. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but um, having done these for uh, like 20 years, uh, it, you will get sick, like, you know, especially at a con like this where you're touching controllers and uh, you have people from all over the world that maybe aren't the most sanitary humans. But you um, won't get sick if you're really, really, really careful. Right. That's what we're saying. Use hand sanitizer. Don't make the mistakes we've made. That's the whole point yeah. of this panel. So... Hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. There's a Bartell Drugs not too far from here. There's a City Target. And they sell these. <laughs> they sell these really cool things that, like, hit on And you can use it constantly. One, yeah. And they make, yeah. And they make great icebreakers. Yes. Right? So, like, you just squirt, squirt people with them. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. The, other, the other thing is, at PAX, the standard greeting is a fist bump, not a handshake or a hug, right? It's a fist bump, sup, Ash, or, or, the, or the elbow, yeah. Or belly well, bump, we do right? belly bumps. That happens. 
I hugs. prefer the butt bump, but I ha it hasn't cut on yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and I'm serious about this, right? Nobody gets offended by that, right? If you have a lifelong friend, you, you want to risk, it's fine. But by and large, you're going to be holding controllers that have been held by thousands of people. You're going to be touching things that lots of people have touched. You're going to be on handrails and escalators that everybody is touching. And, and, so, and do it, please. Go hold those controllers. Well, yeah, don't yeah, miss those yeah, opportunities. Don't, yeah, and hold on to the escalator rounds. We don't want you tumbling down. But like hand sanitizer, I'm like constantly like, you all want some hand sanitizer? <laughs> and so, and you can avoid getting sick. And I'm saying this from like practical experience because several years ago, y'all remember when swine flu was around? Yeah. Okay, guilty as charged, all right? I caught that because I was working a booth and met thousands and thousands of people. And sure enough, if it's going to be there, it's there. And so unless you want to like be on your butt for six weeks, like that's, that's a no joke thing, right? You want to avoid that. Hand sanitizer helps a lot, right? And so I know we're kind of overemphasizing this. We're harping on it. But like, really? Unless you want to be sick for the next week or so, you want to like be aware of that. Cool? Okay. So now that we've got the gross stuff, well, we'll probably be gross. We'll be honest. But now that we've gotten the sick stuff out of the way, um, what, what do you guys, what else do you have as advice? I think for me, it's if you're on the fence about cosplay, you should cosplay. Um, I cosplayed at my first PAX, and that was such an icebreaker to meet people uh, who recognized what I was cosplaying as. And actually, most of my friends that I met the first PAX was through cosplay. And that, in a lot of ways, helped you transition into the industry, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I mean, it's always been kind of my hobby, and even now I'm going to be cosplaying this weekend, technically for work, and it's fun. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to add a counterpoint to that cosplaying thing. Cosplay is not consent. Yes. Okay? <laughs> you see somebody who's cosplaying... It doesn't give you license to touch them. It doesn't give you license to hug them. It doesn't give you license to poke them. And if you want to take a picture of them, most cosplayers, almost all of them, are happy to have their picture taken, but ask. Mm -hmm. And even if you ask, that is not licensed to touch them. Say, hey, right. can, I, can I put my arm around you? Or can I like, get positive yeah. consent? But it's really cool because it's okay if you have no chill. I've seen people. I saw this guy, and he must have been, I don't know, he had gray hair. He, w he must have been in his 60s at the last con that I was at. And he was dressed as Dr. Jones from the third Indiana Jones movie. And I run up to him. It's like the beginning of the con, and I'm like, ah, I love this. And he's like, thanks, this is the first time I've ever cosplayed, the first time I've ever worn this outfit. And it was the beginning of that con. And I, you know, it made both of our days. It was like such a cool experience. So definitely, if you see somebody, you don't have to act that cool about it. Because none of us, like, you don't have to have chill at PAX. It's awesome. Um, another thing that I would say, um, don't miss the indie games. You know, they have indie mega booth. They have, uh, they're, and that's not just it anymore. I mean, there are a bunch of different group booths with indie, indie developers and indie games. And these people, like the people who made the games are there. And they are so excited when people want to come and talk to them. And ask them questions about the game and check it out and ask, you know, ask them how they made it and all that stuff, especially if you're interested in getting involved with games. That's a really great place to meet people who are working in this space, who are much more accessible. I mean, you go to one of the really big booths and you get to see all this incredible stuff, but you're never gonna, you're rarely gonna meet somebody who actually wrote the game or who did the code or did the art. Um, so don't miss that part because it's such a special part of this convention in particular. 
Yeah, Indie Mega Boot's fantastic. Definitely check it out uh, once you get down to the floor. I think they have uh, well over 50 games this year. You will get to meet the developers and the artists firsthand and talk to them and have conversations. So that is really like huge advice is go check that out. And also, um, you know, all, all the different indie games, not just the Indie Mega Booth games that were chosen. They're, they're pretty good. I guess my, my big advice also is um, try not to wait too long for anything. You may see a massive line forming for a title that you really want to play. You don't want that to destroy your entire day waiting four or five hours for uh, for this you know big title that's coming out. Because honestly, you're going to get a hands-on experience that's maybe 15, 20 minutes at the very max, and then you'll be done. Um, I would give the same advice to anyone going to Disney. Just kind of choose your battles. Uh, don't don't waste all of your time on one particular thing. You know, just enjoy the experience, enjoy the people that are around you, and try and have as much fun as possible. And um, that there will be tons of people that, that have like hands-on and it'll be streamed all over the place anyway. So you typically don't have to worry about seeing that one big game unless you, you know, are really diehard and want to do it. Oh, and all the preview trailers are going to be posted online in a couple of days. So, you know, if it's one you really want to see and you want to be the first person to see it, definitely go stand in line. But if it's one that you're like, I, you know, I'm, I'm really tired, go, go take a break. Break and water. Drink lots of water. My advice is sort of corollary to that, which is if there's something you absolutely got to get your hands on, right? You absolutely have to do it. Go there. Resign yourself to waiting in line. The line is not going to get shorter. Don't come back later, right? I'm, I'm serious. There, there is like Glenn's law of lines at PAX. The lines never get shorter, right? They never, ever get shorter. And so if you have to do it, and that's cool. By the way, it's a great way to meet people, like because you, you know at the very least those folks are absolutely passionate about the same thing you are, right? You can talk about that and so on and so forth. But get in line. Just get in line and wait and resign yourself to that. I carry around um, a couple of small card games, like, um, uh, what is it, True False Banana, um, and a couple of other like quick card games that you can play with just about anybody really fast. That's a great And idea. so it's a great way to, um, to break the ice, wait in line, and, and do the thing you want to do. I'll also add that I have a, on my Twitter stream, how many people have a Twitter, Twitter account? Yeah? Okay. If you look up PAX Tips, hashtag PAX Tips, I do a thread sort of every year about the things that you want to do, things to do around the place, places where you can go get food, and stuff like the stuff that we're talking about. And so when you have time, feel free to like, just go ahead and take a look at PAX Tips and you might find a couple of little tips and tricks or might develop some of your own. So what do you think, Kate? We haven't heard from you yet. What's your advice? Eat a vegetable. Eat several vegetables. <laughs> yeah, if you can, um, it's really easy to just eat tons of junk food because there's so much good food in Seattle. Um, have a salad or two. You'll feel so much better when you get home. And try to get eight hours of sleep. I know it's super hard. There's tons of good parties. It's fun to tie one on. But um, you will have a much better time if you're well-rested. Matt? PAX is a marathon, not a sprint. That's true. It's something that I tell people. And so, yeah, like you can easily go 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. every night during PAX. Like you can do it. Some people do that and more. And if you're and if you're in your early 20s, please do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like do that if, so we if, if the rest of us still can able live to do that vicariously through you. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm all like definitely, but yeah. it's a marathon, and you don't want to be sort of lagging towards yeah. the end of it. Oh, another another really cool, wonderful place to make friends is the tabletop area. Oh, yeah. Because you can go and play tabletop games, and they'll match you with people. And, 
again, it's the kind of thing, like they're into the same kind of thing you are. You know, you pick a game that you know and you go play, or you pick a game that they're demoing you've never seen before and go play. There's um, a, yeah. And there's usually an arcade room, too, which took me a couple of years to find this, and then I was like, I can't believe this exists. Oh, yeah, the classic arcade's fantastic. You can go play. All the games are free. Yeah. There's a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a... Uh, right? The, exactly, the, yeah. the free tabletop area... Um, is scattered around. It's at some of the hotels. It's at um, some of the. Uh, it's around here, and the free tabletop area is open after the show floor closes. Right, it's open all day, but it's open from six until midnight here and until two a.m. at the hotels. So, like, it's actually something to do afterwards. That's lower key, um, but you can sign out a whole bunch of games. You don't have to bring your own games, and you can pick the game that you want to play. And you sit down, and people wander around and. If you're up for it, if you're feeling sociable and somebody's standing there looking, you can invite them to play or you can just explain the game that you're playing. And it's a really great way to break ice. Hi, Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Sweets. I'm from Cookie Brigade. We decided to crash. Yay. Since you're all new, we wanted to introduce you to what we do. This is really cool. We're guys. here to give away cookies. Yay. Yeah! <laughs> so... Please make sure that you come get cookies from us before you leave. We give away cookies throughout PAX. You'll see us screaming at you to take cookies. We also accept donations to Child's Play, a charity, hopefully you know about them. If you don't, it's a charity that helps kids who are sick actually be kids in the hospital and the awesome, games guys. and just have normal childhoods. So you'll see us throughout PAX yelling, shouting, cookie brigade, if you don't have money for a cookie, that's fine. Still take a cookie. We're literally giving away cookies, all of packs. And if you want to help out Child's Brigade, or Child's Brigade, no. <laughs> if you want to help out Child's Play, that's awesome too. It's a fantastic cause. They also have a booth you can check out. So look into it. Thanks, and don't forget to grab cookies. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Please thank them for coming. This is so awesome. I, we didn't know that they were coming. This is amazing. And this is the thing about PAX. There's all this really cool stuff. And there are some things that you should know about. There's the Diversity Lounge, where they're wonderful booths with resources. And they have you know, resources for um, mental health, for L LGBTQ um, people. And I, they have a diversity, everything. It's really, really good. And there's another place that's super important. It's called the AFK Room. And it is a quiet room. If you get overwhelmed, you can go there and just take a break. Um, and it's a really special thing that they have here. So, well, uh, I'll, I'll add uh, something. Don't block the aisles, <laughs> right? And this is, gonna, this is just to make everybody's experience better. The enforcers will sort of move people along. But if you're walking around and all of a sudden you get distracted and you stop, and you look over at something, and you stare, or you, there's a group of people, and you go, dude, it's great to see you. And you're hugging each other, and you're in the middle of an aisle. You're basically blocking everybody from moving. And it gets really tight in there. And so if you're going to stop, move to the side if you can. Or if you can't, go to a place where you can move to the side. Um, don't block traffic if you can. Uh, I guess one last thing for, for well, I guess, while I'm chipping in. Um, uh, how many of you guys have aspirations to someday work in the industry in some capacity? A handful of you? 
Uh, okay, many of you. So, I mean, honestly, uh, my advice is this is a, a great way to start uh, attending a panel like this, meeting people in the industry, uh, networking. It, it seems silly that you can go to a gaming convention and have it be life-changing, but I think for many of us here, it was a reality. You can start here, you can meet people, you can become friends with them. And we were just discussing before the panel started, the industry is very, very small. And the people that you meet here could end up being your coworkers, your friends, your bosses later. And that is very much reality. Um, you know, I, I started going to conventions as a very young kid and I met lots and lots of people along the way, just talking and saying hi. And I've worked with a lot of them over the years as well. Um, so advice is uh, shameless plug, follow us all on Twitter and say hi. Uh, you never know. I mean, we could, you know, we could, we could know somebody that knows somebody or, uh, or just hit us up and be our pals and see us next year and the year after that, the year after that. It's not that hard to keep in touch and be buddies with people. So, well, and, and that's actually something I want to do. We'll do a hashtag PAX orientation. You guys can all tweet at that hashtag and find each other. There's an event tomorrow afternoon um, at the tap room that a friend of ours is uh, is hosting, and it's just a chill kind of meetup thing. It's like you don't have to do anything; we just go hang out. I'll tweet about that, and I'll do the hashtag Pax Orientation. And anybody else who wants to like link up through that, we'll you know we'll just do it that way. Um, so I think that um, if anybody else has any more advice, um, no, I, oh. just 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 yes. the one last thing, please. Um, Enforcers are your best friends. Oh, they're the best ever, you guys. Okay, you can't miss like, them. We love we love those enforcers. They are the was, best out of every. If there convention was a single army that I had to go to war with <laughs> yeah. in the entire world, it would be the Pax Enforcers. Yep. And so, those folks there in the blue shirts, they've got enforcer on the back. Right, you can't miss them. If you're not feeling well, if there's something wrong, if, if someone's a bothering problem, you, if someone's bothering you. Anything at all, you need directions, you want an advice or whatever, they're all around and they're all around packs all weekend long. And so by all means, they love helping people. And so if you have any questions, problems, issues, whatever it is, go immediately to an enforcer and they'll help you out. And you know, I will also ask that you just pick one this weekend and thank that person. Because yeah, they do this out of the kindness of their hearts and they work really hard and it is the enforcer team is really part of a big part of what makes PAX special and different from other conventions. So that said, and thank you for that. That's a great, it's a great call. Um, what we're going to do is actually open up the floor for questions. We're going to take a few questions yes, and then we're going to get into. Just hop on those mics right there. If not, yes. then we'll, we'll press on. But if anybody come has on a up question. and ask one. And then I'll we're give gonna away get last year's Toe Jam and Earl limited edition pin to the first person that asks a question. What? Yeah, see, All there right, you go. There you go. I want to say, I don't know, the enforcers may know better than I, but all of that stuff is typically a few months out for registration for tabletop and for media and for basically anything like computer, computer gaming. All that's typically a few months out. So let's see, it's September. I would say start looking... Um, May, June of next year for West. What, well now, when you say, like, you just want to participate in something? The tournaments that are going on here. The official tournaments? Yeah. Or, yeah. okay, so for tabletop, um, there are some that you have to sign up well in advance, but there's also, if you go to any of the rooms where the tabletop groups are showcasing, yeah. they regularly have them throughout the day. Yeah, okay. Normally, there's a sign-up sheet for those. 
go like kind of first thing-ish in the morning, see what's available for the day, and they'll give you a time to come back. Um, that's not for all tournaments, but there's certainly enough of them there. And for the free tabletop area, you'll find um, indie game developers who are showcasing their, their games all weekend long. You can just pop in and say, hey, do you guys have any tournaments running? And they'll say, yeah, come back in an hour. Thank you. Sure. Even more broadly, too, a lot of games also host open tournaments during packs, and so it's normally you go in bright and early to their booth, sign up, and then you're oftentimes asked to come back another day to play. But it's a fun way to play, and sometimes you can earn a little extra money. So we um, got stuck on the bus and didn't get to go to registration first. Do, is there a reason to go to registration? Uh, if you have your badge, no. Yeah, okay. yeah you're There's good. A, I mean, it, you could... You may, um, sorry, words. Um, you may be able to, you may still get a swag bag. Wow, I really can't talk. I do this for a living. Um, yeah, so swag bags are good. It's good to get a, um, a program as well, but, and they have maps this year too. Now the programs and the, and the maps are actually like in the middle where the elevators, I mean the escalators are. I don't know where the swag bags are, but they have, sometimes they have, what was that again? Weston fourth floor. Okay, Weston fourth floor. It's always good to go check out. Sometimes you get free game codes, and you'll get like little fun things. You never know what they're going to have. So that's the only reason. But no, you don't have to register in addition to what you've already done. Okay. okay. Oh. Hi. Hi. Um. Oh, it looks like I'm going to have to raise my voice. Can anybody hear me? Not okay. really. Okay. Come up to this yeah, one. Jump, jump up to this one. So what advice would you give for somebody who has never really been to Seattle before and doesn't know a dang clue about where anything is in the city? That, Get a map. Well. <laughs> okay. Don't just rely on your phone because cell service is spotty. Be, being from Seattle, living here for 15 years now, um, there's a lot of stuff within 10 blocks of here. I don't know where you're staying, but if you're staying in the relative, you're staying here, fantastic. So there's a ton of stuff within walking distance, right? There's two directions you can go. You can sort of go towards the water, which is Pike Place Market and all this other stuff, and there's which plenty of restaurants downhill. and stuff like that. And then you can go up the hill, right? And that'll take you to Cap Hill and stuff like that. And there's a ton of like trendier restaurants and bars and, and things of that nature. Um, this is kind of an urbanish core, so there's not a lot of residential stuff. So if you're looking for supermarkets and stuff, you'll find delis, but not a lot of supermarkets, things like that. Um, there are drugstores everywhere. There's a lot of 24-hour stuff. City Target is sort of my go-to. I've already went to Target yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I recommend Pike Market, Pike, uh, Pike Place Market, yeah. which is fantastic for food and stuff like that. I mean, I actually do my green shopping there because the vegetables and fruits there are the best in the city. Um, what are you looking for in particular? Anything? Cinerama's right over there. Great theater. Uh, just a, more fruits and vegetables, but that works. Yeah. yeah. Pike Place Market is definitely the place to go, and if um, it's going to get crowded on the weekends. It always does because it's kind of touristy, but legitimately some of the best fruits and vegetables in the city. Also, there's, the, there's a place there called the Soundview Cafe. It's upstairs, all the way upstairs, and it has huge windows okay. and you have an incredible view and the food's food's decent so yeah good good breakfast you have to go pretty early though 
Also, if you're looking for lunch and stuff, just try to walk like two or three blocks because it won't be as crowded. People yeah. tend to go right here. Yeah. And if you get just a little bit further away, you can manage. Also, if you try to get your meal times, if you kind of tweak them a little bit and shut, especially if you're jet lagged, you can probably, you know, eat a couple hours here or there. Okay. Uh, any other questions? All right. Now you guys, here's the fun part. All right, so I think we've had some people come in since we started. Um, if you came in since we started, please come up and get a name tag and a piece of paper. Um, and so, or our enforcers can help you out. So, you have your name tags, piece of paper. On your paper, I want you to write your name. And then, if you can draw, draw three emoji that describe you as a person. If you can't draw, just write what they are. It does not need to be pretty. And then when you're finished with that, I want you to make a paper airplane. Does anybody need a pen? If you don't have a pen, you should be able to share with your row because we don't have share quite enough pens row. for everybody. Meet the person next to you. Say hi. Yeah, once you're done with your pen, if it's one of our pens, pass it back. All right. Now okay. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the fun question. Yeah, do whatever however you want. Now I'm going to ask the fun question. How many of you do not know how to make a paper airplane? It's okay. Tell me if you don't know how to pick. Okay. We're going to have a tutorial. I'm going to teach you how to make a paper airplane, and it's going to be the best paper airplane in the entire world. I hear a lot of paper rustling, so I'm going to let you keep going for a minute. Oh, Glenn is going to provide one-on-one -on -one paper airplane tutorials for anyone who needs it. So raise your hand if you need a tutorial. I promise this is going to be fun, you guys. Okay, you guys ready? Okay. Wait, do they know what to do once they no, throw it? No, I'm going to tell oh, okay. them what I'm getting. you were jumping the gun. I'm get no, you are jumping the gun. Are you don't jump the gun. Just sit there and look pretty, Ash. Okay. Everybody needs to stand up. If you're able to stand up. If you're not, that's fine. Yes. And face the other side of the room. So face no, across the aisle. Face each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now you guys are gonna. Are you ready? Protect your eyes. Yes. So, so what you're going to do, wait, before we start, hold on, hold on, hold on. Instructions are important. We are in the, uh, in the very, we're in the intro to this game. Okay. Throw the airplanes as long as we tell you. And then you're going to find the person who has your airplane. And the person who has your airplane is going to find you. Okay. Go.
Thank you so much for listening to our PAX West 2017 coverage. We have lots more coming your way, so make sure you subscribe. While you're there, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, and that's at NerdAppropriate. Facebook, which is slash NerdAppropriate, or email us directly, Matt, Scott, or Ash at NerdAppropriate.com. Sincere and heartfelt thanks to everyone that we met out in Seattle. It was an absolute blast, and PAX is a a very special thing for us. So uh, hopefully we see you over at PAX East next year, and uh, thanks for listening. (laughs) 